So the local donut store. Yep. Doing those, doing twelve of those glaze, would that be just as? Could you do that too? Way tougher. Yeah, there's there's frosting on it, and your gay sprinkles on it. <laughs> You're not allowed Jeez. to say that anymore. Yeah, I can. Uh-huh. It makes you happy, Mark. Yeah, it's happy sprinkles. Sprinkles make you happy and gay. That used yes. to be a term back in the day happy. before everybody. But it's not really. anymore. Don't say that anymore. Why? Because you like sprinkles. <laughs> I like sprinkles. <laughs> So what? Then makes you happy. Mark that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mark. It, it, I like sprinkles. And a little gay. That's when hats start to wear. Mm. You start getting them wet and you start washing them all the time. I can't wear a hat more than, can't wash it more than two times. But you know, there's done. something kind of cool about a hat that's a little weathered. I like I don't it. want any marks. See, I want to, no, I, I don't I mind do. it. I don't mind it being a I'm little not talking marks. I'm talking about worn. You know, it's got some I'll threads take, hanging I'll out. I'll take worn, but that's the thing about having a, 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 that cardboard insert, yeah. that cardboard insert doesn't wear very, very well. If you made that a plastic insert, and I have one hat with a plastic insert, I don't know what kind it is. With a propeller on it? No, just the insert. <laughs> Go to break. We mix, with, we mix with country force next. <laughs> the strength is strength. You want to get yourself. You want to get yourself stronger. Put some more muscle on, and you'll be stronger. And strength is strength, and you'll hit the ball longer. Maybe as long if as everything else is dialed in. I, I, I was about to say, as long as your um, what's what the word I'm talking about? The God only knows flexibility. Flexibility. Yes, thank you. Look <laughs> like you're <laughs> kind of a gay dance you're doing right there. <laughs> Rick, you can't say that. You can't. No, because you were happy. Got to stop. You look happy. That. You looked happy. I don't want. I don't want to get a new partner. You need to Whatever. relax. Well, quit, 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 quit uh, focusing <laughs> on it. Was Battlescar Galactica a Star Wars? Battlescar. <laughs> I love Battlescar Galactica. None of what you said what? matches. Where's that? Is very wrong. wrong. Where's the drop, Jay? Come on. What the it's, heck. Jay's mailed it in. It's Battlestar, and no, it was not connected to Star Battlescar Wars. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I love Battlestar. Holy crap. I was busy writing that down so I can pull it for next week. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm out on the nickel. There's no freaking way. I have a mental disorder. Remember, we had seven glasses of whiskey. Well, good morning, everybody. You got the tea box on the ticket. It is 8.07 a.m. And happy to be here. And you hear my voice first because the last minute yesterday we needed to make a change. And my the world's greatest sixth man taking the spot of Rick. That is the greatness of Eli Jordan. Good morning, sir. Actually, you, you wouldn't be the sixth man. You'd be the third man, right? Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. yeah. It's usually they're two-man shows. Yeah, so you're still the best. Well, thank you. Still the best. Be a starter in any other show. I'm actually happy to step in because uh, my uh, my Saturday gets done a little bit quicker. I'm, I'm done at about 10 o'clock, and I've got the rest of the day ahead of me instead of doing the 10 to noon, and it's kind of in the middle of the morning. And How about that? So, yeah. How about that? And we'll tell everybody the, the, where getting, getting up at like 545 is not optimal, but, you know, what are you going to do? You got up at 545? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I live in Arlington. I mean, I'm like 40 minutes from here. I got up at 710. Yeah, but see, you get the full day off now. After <laughs> 7.10. 
The show starts at eight. <laughs> no. You know, I I got here. I, I had to let. I left in a huff, and thank God my wonderful wife was up because my run sheet. Should I tweet that? Yes. I don't know. Does that have any dirty words or anything? No, okay. but you could see what what my run when I have to do the show, and I'm the lead. Did what our what my run sheet looks like is a little different than what yours looks like. Well, at the top of that run sheet, you should probably have where we're located today. Yes, we are, and which helped you today, too, because you took That's the car true. in for a little service. I we are did. the greatness of Crest Cars, CrestCars.com. Um, let me tell you a great story about Crest Cars. You know, I'll tell you on the, at the end of time. We'll just say we're here now. They've got a lot of cars. But I had an awesome experience last month at Crest Cars. They do a really, really good job, especially with customer service. I mm-hmm. I needed to get my oil changed, tires rotated, all that good stuff, just general maintenance, and I did not have an appointment. Had I known that I was going to host with you, I would have made an appointment, but mm-hmm. I didn't know until late yesterday. And uh, I just pulled into the service department over there at Crest Volvo this morning and said, hey, Lynn, I uh, I need, uh, need my oil changed and need the car washed. Can you squeeze me in? And he said, sure, no problem. So... Um is Volvo still all maintenance included when you buy a car right now? That's a great question. I'm going to say yes. Now, how about that? How much does that save you over a, a six, good bit. six-year ownership of a car? No doubt. Pretty cool stuff. And they'll wash it for you whenever you want. Just pull up and say, wash it. They'll wash it. Okay, so it's 810. Normally, we we um, kind of go through this, who's here today. But maybe we should do that next because I need to tell everybody who's here. Who's running the board and all that other cool stuff? Right? I thought you said we were going to do that next. I am, but I'm going to tell you what else we're going to do. Okay. We're also, given last week, I did a little restaurant. I'm just going to sit back and let you quarterback this thing. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> all right, coming up next stuff. Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket. <laughs> so we're arguing what, we're comparing what backup quarterback I'd be compared to. Given the fact that I barely show up because Rick's usually here, and uh, by the way, this is a tee box. I'm Craig. That's uh, Eli Jordan, and I, I think I'd want to be, or, or Eli has told me I, I want to be Chase Daniel. Yes, made seven million dollars per start. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And only been. Boy, it better be it's a female. Felt up by Brosen. <laughs> yeah. Someone marked that. <laughs> Hey, by the way, we are at Crest Cars, CrestCars.com. And I'll tell you, last month I was here. And to give you a nice story about Crest, it's a unbiased. I had a car to sell. My son was moving to New York City. He had a car. And we needed to sell it. Went to every one of the little companies that says, hey, we'll buy your, we'll, we'll write you a check. Didn't tell anybody what I got. And I went to six different places. I made my son do the work because I was going to give him half the money. And Crest Cars was gave me more money than any other place. Sounds about right. So you want to trade your car in, you'll get more money here than anywhere else. So not a guarantee, but... Oh, and there's Duncan as well? Yeah, all right. A, Got all everything. The, hey, all the at uh, 8.30, we'll go through leaderboards, what we can go through, because uh, it is an absolute mess at the players. But first, first, let's announce who's here. That's Eli Jordan taking in place for Rick. Mike Bryson's trying to beat me in weight loss, but you're losing. Yeah. 
I'm down 25 pounds down, dude. Okay. Yeah. There's things you can't unsee. Kern <laughs> <Mike. laughs> is here engineering as he is every single week almost, except almost. when SMU is playing football. Jay King, which is maybe the world's greatest board operator who's not full-time. I'll take it. Yeah, okay. I, I think I'd agree. And Matthew died. Jonathan. Close. Jonathan died. Who's yes. Matthew died? I don't know. All right, well, Jonathan died. I, I told Craig Sorry, Jonathan, Jonathan died, too. We, yeah, this is, not, this is 100% on Craig. He was told the, the correct name before and just forgot. Morning, Jonathan. Hey, morning. Okay, uh, Matthew so last Dodd week. was the chief strategist for the Bush Cheney presidential campaign. Oh, well, there we go. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's not who Craig was thinking of. By the way, this segment is brought to you by Club Corp. They are they've got their big uh, Champions Tour event coming up next month over at uh, Las Vegas Country Club. A lot of big big celebrities coming yeah. to play. Yep. Uh, Romo and Troy Aikman. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. Tom Glavin. Yep. John Smoltz. Well, you're on this. Yeah. By the way, at night. Larry the Cable Guy. Alfonso Ribeiro. Not not Alfonso Alfonso Ribeiro. Should he be in the list of the rest of them? Yeah, of course. Carlton from Fresh Prince. Get out of here, man. And who'd you just do an interview with? Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. that. By by the way, at 910, we're going to do all about Eli. Uh, Because I, I think it'd be fun because... Talk about, you know, you run the magazine for us, right? Yeah. You do all the work. Talk about what that's like. I want to know how much golf you actually play running the magazine. Okay. And uh, you have upcoming uh, nuptials. Nuptials. Nup- the first, you got a wedding coming up. The first up. time, yes. Yeah. yeah, you got it. And uh, so we'll talk about that. But first, um, and we're going to do a little bit of stuff aside from just golf because it's a mess in Florida right now. Yeah, not much to talk about. This is this would have been a really good week to fill in normally with the players going on. Yeah. But it's rained about 15 feet down there, and they've played about 12 holes. Yeah, we'll get into that. At so. eight, we'll get into as much as we can at 8.30. Um, but first, last week I did a little segment, a brief little thing on a dive burger place that I went to eat at, okay. and it was awesome. All right. And they did they, – their one dessert was funnel cakes. And I said, somebody take a pic. And they had one table in the restaurant. Somebody take a picture of eating that funnel cake at their one restaurant. I'll send them two pass books. And I got a bunch of people who went to that damn restaurant. I don't know, I don't know if Spaceburger has any idea. We gave them a little bit of love. But, um, but they did. And by the way, it's a great burger. So I figure I'm going to make, make sure I find a place every week. So this week, I went to a place called. And by the way, there's a couple of them in town. Have you been to Dave's Hot Chicken? No, but I've heard yes. uh, I've heard good things. So let, yesterday I I was out um, this close to this way, and there's a Dave's Hot Chicken off of Preston, and I went and got the office. You weren't in the office yesterday. I got the office lunch, and I got everybody a mild the mild sliders with fries and whatever, and everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. So it was really really good, really tasty. And normally, as you know, our our director of uh, of uh, our creative director, thank you. Sorry, uh, Friday's his Chick Fil A day, so I said, "Hey, I, Usually, I get yeah, somewhere else." You're right. So I went and got Dave's Dave's hot chicken, and they loved it. And I got a mild, and they still thought it was kind of spicy. So today, if you go to Dave's Hot Chicken and order the Reaper, oh come on, why are you trying to do this to people? And take a picture of it. 
Do they have to just take a picture of it or actually consume it? Has to have at least a bite gone. You're going to get some pictures of people with red face, with sweat <laughs> rolling down their chin. Like. And tweet me that picture. First person who does it will get two passbooks. But I can, I can say it was, it was really good. It was and really, really good. Good luck with your bottom for those two passbooks. <laughs> it's not that bad. The Reaper, have you had it? Yes. Oof. Have are you, really? are you a spy? I have. Are you a spice nut? I like, am. Okay. Have you? What's the hottest thing that you've tried? Uh, Ricky's Hot Chicken, their hottest one. It's right off of Spring Valley in 75, and I could not finish that. They make it with, uh, once you get to those, like, Did you have to sign a waiver? Pepper, yes. <laughs> you know, if you, yeah, if you had to sign a waiver, then it's hot. I don't think you need to do that at Dave's Hot Chicken. But, no, you don't. Um, no, but you anyway, don't. Give, give them some love. Give it a try. I promise you it's really, really good. They got the old crinkle-cut fries. Yeah, it looks pretty solid. Oh, it's like that. Yeah, it's good stuff. That number two is two sliders with fries. I challenge you to finish that. I couldn't. Mm, challenge accepted. Okay. Next time. We'll have to find something else to do this week, but I'm going to make this regular as long as I can do it because people love Space Burger. Oh, well, and there's, I mean, all kinds of local, locally owned options that you could do that, yeah, I mean, there's places everywhere that could, could use a little shout out. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Um, all right, so. On the run sheet that I tweeted, by the way, we had uh, Tiger's Hall of Fame induction, which the doctor kind of stole from us a little bit. Well, not really. I mean, we didn't really talk much about no. it. You got any? You got any thoughts? Any? Um, I, I thought that his daughter did a really, really nice job yes. introducing him. She was up there for about four minutes and looked to be very collected and um, very mature, which... You know, you'd expect nothing less from Tiger's kids. You know, they're obviously probably wise beyond their years and very mm-hmm. disciplined. And and um, but yeah, I thought she did a great job, and and I enjoyed listening to, to Tiger's speech and some of the kind of fun stories from his childhood. You know, I mean, not that he had a ton of fun when he was a kid because no. his dad was kind of you know uh, a disciplinarian. But just hearing some of the stories about his dad telling him to go out to this you know Army Navy golf course or whatever and kind of kind of hide in the trees to swipe golf balls that guys were hitting wayward so he'd have practice balls and stuff was kind of funny and um I, the one thing that I did kind of find strange and and maybe this is not strange and I don't know what kind of relationship they have at this point but the fact that you don't see Elon at any of these events with the, the kids, kids being there is a it little must bit be they very, must not like each other it must be much bad it must be really bad i thought the same thing but you would we think haven't that, seen her that, anywhere right you don't you don't see her like at that father-son challenge like nope. charlie's playing nope and to me i don't know if that's by design that tigers just basically said hey i don't want you to show up to any of this stuff because it's going to be a a pain for me in the media if you're seeing it, this stuff. But the fact that she's not anywhere like when her kids are doing things like this is a, a little bizarre to me. It leads me to believe that they genuinely probably do not get along very well. I, I'm going to say you're probably right on, and it it actually even makes me a little uncomfortable that she's not. I, like, I, I just don't understand how she she's remarried. Not, she married. I, I remember she was... Um, married to like a really or she was going to marry somebody really 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 wealthy no um she's really wealthy uh but yeah but i don't know if that um dating someone named jordan cameron oh he used to play football 
No kidding. Really? Yeah, I didn't know she was dating that guy. Former uh, tight end for yeah, USC and the Browns. Yeah, I was going to say tight end, but yeah. I, I wondered about that, too. She's never there for anything, and she's made a lot of money off of his success. Yeah, she's I mean, I'm just, sure just the settlement alone. Yeah, yeah, she's been with Jordan Cameron for three years. Huh, who knew? But yeah, it's it's it's, it's kind of strange to me that, that you don't see her in any of that stuff. I mean, I, I say strange. It's not, if you really think about it. Obviously, they probably don't get along very well. But the fact that, you know, you see the kids doing things like this, you would think that, and who knows, maybe she was there and just was way in the background and didn't want to be seen. And There would be some camera that had picked her you up. You would think, but... You know, you unless would, you, she's you three, would think she would want to be there she's to 300 watch pounds, play. But she ain't 300 pounds if she's dating Jordan Cameron. No. But you would think that she would want to be there to watch Charlie play golf and to watch the daughter give the intro to his Hall of Fame. I don't know. It, it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a crummy deal for the kids, you feel like. That, that she's not. Well, divorce is always tough. That, but There's no doubt. Happens way more now than ever. So, you but know, you, it's you almost, also, like when, when the divorce first happened and when all of the infidelity issues came out about Tiger and, you know, she supposedly clocked him with an eight iron or whatever and caused him to wreck his Escalade and all that stuff. That's been, what, probably 10, 12 years now? I mean, it's been a while. Oh, eight, right? That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, so it's been 15 years almost since that happened. You would think, and you've you've kind of seen the maturity that Tiger has displayed over the last few years. Um, he seems to be a lot happier with his life, and he seems to be a lot more involved with his kids and he just seems to be a different person you would think that watching him kind of mature that way and just the the fact that he's not this just kind of robot anymore that maybe they would have buried the hatchet and said hey let's at least be cordial around one another for the kids that way we can both be at these kind of things so you're you're his daughter and you're 14 you start googling what happened oh i guarantee he's at least one of them has had to have sat both of the kids down at this point and kind of explained where things went awry. Yeah. Because you do, that's the last thing I think you want is, like you said, her her at 14 years old firing up the Google. And, <laughs> firing and, up the Google. And reading about what Rachel Ucatel and whatever, you know, Barbie Bambino or yeah. whatever those, what other girl he was with, you know, some of these, some of these gals. Um, I think that Mom or Tiger have probably said, hey, look, here's – Here's what happened so you don't hear it from someone else. Right, right, yeah. She couldn't have been 08 um, because she's only 14, and they were both already born. So, yeah. Um, Let's see. But it was somewhere. Uh, um, but, yeah. Anyway. December of 09 was 09. when that car accident happened. So, yeah, you were pretty close. Yeah, okay. So, um, I don't know. Do you give him – does anybody – so I'll say a few weeks ago we brought this up, and somebody tweeted me that are we really lauding him this much? And he had a one car accident, and all this he did to himself. And is he getting a free pass? Well, I, I wouldn't say that he's getting a free pass. I mean, the fact that yes, the infidelity issues and all the things like when he got the DUI and all that that was self inflicted. The car accident he was in last February also was 
there was speed involved. He was running late. So you could say that, yeah, that was kind of on him. But it, I legitimately think that the second one was just – it was just an accident. And the yeah. fact that he almost lost his leg and is still able to kind of come back and, and play some golf with his son. And who knows? I mean, I'm sure at yeah. some point we will see him play in a, a tour event again. I mean, I don't know how many or when that will be, but it's bound to happen at some point that he'll come back and play some tour events. Just the fact that – I don't know, it's, it's hard to – completely turn your back on your heroes you know whether it be you know mickey mantle whenever he was spiraling out of control with drinking too much and you know i mean there's been there's been cases of this throughout history where you have guys that have made poor personal decisions but because of what they do on the television and on that field and on that golf course you tend to gravitate towards them unless it's something really really bad i mean you know unless it's like an oj situation where you're you know it still it's doesn't kind of hard to you know celebrate OJ at this point. Yes, and which by the way is so sad because he may have been the best running back I've I ever I seen. I mean, he's certainly on the yeah. in the conversation. But it doesn't take away what he did on the on the on the field, right, or on the golf course. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still was the best. And he was. I I mean, to me, he was the greatest golfer I ever got to physically really watch and see. Yeah, so. same here. Yeah, I mean, obviously so. for me, I mean, I I didn't get to see much of of jack until he was well after his prime right. so yeah i mean for me tiger was what really kept me interested in golf yeah. and watching golf i mean i you know obviously watched a little bit of the generation right before him with you know Payne stewart and fred couples and some of those guys but for me when i really started watching golf actively on television week in and week out was probably you know 95 96 like right before tiger yeah. you know really blew up so all right that's eli jordan Stepping in for Rick. We're out at CrestCars.com. Coming up next, we will talk about the mess that's going on in Florida right now. Because it is a mess. But first, let's talk about the greatness of Pure Swing Golf. You know, uh, you and I are going to do a video next week on Pure Swing Golf. And I will tell you why. One of the things we're going to do, they've got something called a force plate. I don't know if you've seen this. I have. But so many of us are swinging on our back foot and off we don't balance. even know it off balance whatever it is and i took my first lesson from anthony and i was clearly as much as i was i'm hitting the ball so much longer than i than i ever have and he basically looked at me and said you're leaving a lot of it in, in the bag and you're still way on your on your back foot and after about 20 minutes of really forcing it and forcing it and really making sure, getting my, because the, the force plate doesn't lie, right? That's Shows right. me that my weight's still on my back foot. It's an amazing, amazing thing. And all the, all the tour players are using this to make sure that their weight is going forward when they need it to go. And if you go to Pure Swing Golf, they have it at every one of their uh, stations. And it's definitely going to be something that they're going to put you on. And they're going to get you to hit the ball better. It is so easy uh for them they have all the statistics there they have everything that they need and the 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 rooms are so big you don't get claustrophobic which i've done in other simulators they're outstanding teachers go to pureswinggolf.com we promise you if you take a lesson you'll be satisfied you'll hit the ball way better hit it like eli go to pureswinggolf.com on sports radio 96.7 at 1310 the ticket 838 on the ticket. You got the tee box. Uh, Eli and Craig, we are out at Crest Cars. Uh, they got a bunch of, bunch of cool stuff out here. And uh, Eli drives himself a Volvo. Kern drives himself a Volvo. That's true. 
So, we are Team Volvo. Yeah. How about that? We are in the Infinity dealership. Though, yes, we apparently. are. And by the way, we've been. They must have had a nice little run on QX80s because we used to be surrounded by those big giant trucks, and they all gone. So uh, I really like this color on this one over here. This kind of slate gray kind of. It's a, got a little bit of blue in it. A maybe? little bit, yeah. It just kind of depends on the way the sun hits it. That's a nice color. By the way, they got a lot of Q50s, and they always do great lease deals on those Q50s. Really, really good stuff. So uh, come out to Crest Cars. Come see us. Eat at Big E's Barbecue. They open yet? Uh, he was cooking. Yeah. They make breakfast tacos. Nice. All right. They smoke their eggs. Can you smoke eggs? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the leaderboards, let's talk about the weather. It is a mess. And it's, it is, they've got a huge rainstorm coming right now. That's supposed that to be hasn't left. Really, 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 no. It's supposed to like this morning. It's supposed to be bad from like eight to ten or seven to ten or whatever. They're a hour before us, and so yesterday they said nothing's going to happen before eleven a.m. And now they've got till noon. And once it comes, the high today is going to be 50, 50 degrees with and and dropping through the day, and thirty-five mile an hour winds, and. Tomorrow's going to be cold with another 25-mile north wind, and they're not used to playing that course on a north wind. And Monday's going to be 60, 65 maybe. Well, you're looking at Brazil. You probably need to go uh, look Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it, man. <laughs> we're in Orlando now. Relax. <laughs> now, it looks like the rain's moved through. Has it? Yeah, that's what it's looking like now. Yeah, so, so it's what nine nine forty there. So it's so they're going to do something. They've obviously got to. They got to figure out. something out because they've still got guys that haven't finished round one yet. Right, and they figure they've got this afternoon. They've got all day tomorrow, all day Monday. So there is a special language in the player handbook that says the tour can do anything it needs to do to for this event to play 72 holes. Not any other event. That's if it goes to Tuesday, it's got to be shortened. Or, you know, they they shorten other ones. But this one has an exception to it, that it's 72 holes. They'll do whatever it takes to get to 72 holes. But Will Gray, who is a... um, uh, The time change should help. He used to... Yeah, no, it'll hurt. Because you're going to bring gets, forward. Yeah, it gets dark later, though, right? Yeah, but you get got to start an hour later. Is it an hour? Yeah. yeah I guess it'd probably be about about the same, I guess. So he used to be on the Golf Channel. Will Gray's no longer on the Golf Channel. I think he's on NBC Sports or somewhere. But he said, some seeing some speculation about the option to shorten it to 54 holes. And he says, keep in mind the Torres language in the player handbook about this specific event that basically allows him to do whatever it takes to get to 72 holes. So, does it matter? I mean, if if this because of this weather, I'll ask you two questions. One, does it matter if they shorten this to, to fifty four holes and they have a Monday finish and we're glued to the to the TV on Monday because it's fifty four holes and it's relaxed because they're not stressing out to get to seventy two? Does it matter? Not really. It's not a major. No, it's. Close to a major, but not. Um, I can I can tell you that it, it certainly doesn't matter if you look at the current leaderboard. 
Yeah, but it's early. But I, again, I, agree, I agree. It's early, and here's but the But if you're going to shorten it by a round, you're – you're increasing the likelihood that one of these guys that's towards the top now is going to finish towards the top. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're eliminating 18 holes where somebody that's way down the leaderboard that's a big name could shoot a 64, like Jordan Spieth, for example. He still hasn't finished his first round. He's two under. I mean, you know, he's already four back. In the eight. Point is, you're you're increasing the likelihood if you eliminate 18 holes that some of these names from deeper in the pack can't make up that ground. That Bryce Garnett can win. Right, exactly. That that, that a guy like, you know, uh, Joaquin Neiman's going to win the thing, which, whatever, that's fine. But right now, there's not a lot of sexy names on the top part of that leaderboard. Okay, the next next question I have. I think the fact that this is the first big event of the year, being it's in March – was genius by the PGA Tour. But when they moved it to May, they never had weather issues. True. Move it back. Yeah, boy, it gets hot, though, in May. It's not that hot. Eh, Florida. I mean, it's pretty steamy. Not that hot. I mean, here's the thing. But you're right. You you do run the risk of more weather issues playing at this time of year. Now it is March as a player's. April's a Masters, May's PGA Championship, June's the U.S. Open, July's uh, British. So you'd have to move the PGA Championship back to last, and and you know it's kind of the fourth major, and moving it into to second behind the Masters gives it a little bit more more stature. I would know? agree. So it kind of works. And and also, I mean, I think there is an element of. When you used to play that tournament in August, you're eliminating basically the entire southern part of the country as having a, yes. a venue there. Like cause when you know you when they play or Southern Hills, yes. you know, like Southern Hills, which is where it is this year. The last time they had it there, it was like 104 oh, it was degrees awful. every day. It was awful because yeah. it was in August, and they yeah. just I think that's part of it as well as they want to be able to to move the PGA since it is the one that jumps from different course to different course. They want to be able to move it somewhere where they could play it down south if they mm-hmm. want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, the, I like the way it is right now, but um, this may become a recurring theme, right? I mean, March is, is well, du- I mean, dubious. I, I think this is, a even for this time of year, a bit of an outlier where you just have all-day, everyday rain like yeah. we've seen for three yeah. days now. I mean, it's like it's just, hurricane season, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, been... it's like they've had just zero relief from it for three days now. But it does look like... The rain seems to be moving out. I'm not see, but I'm not sure how long it's going to take for them to get the course where it's. Playable. They got dumped on this morning. Yeah, I mean, and all day yesterday dumped. and all day Thursday. Yes. So I mean, it's probably going to take them a good two, three hours to make the course to where it's playable, right? Yes. I mean, I think realistically, you're looking at them probably getting out there maybe sometime around two o'clock Florida time today, and that's maybe generous. And if they do, um, no, I think they could. Let's. It's it's ten o'clock, almost ten o'clock there now. They could get out by eleven, couldn't they? Oh, I don't know if they can get that place dry enough in an hour. Yeah, it's going to take. And you got to and you got to give them time to warm up. You got to mm-hmm. give the players time to warm up. It's not fair to not give them forty-five minutes. Yeah, at least I would to guess. warm up and go in. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, it's Monday finish for sure. And if not, shortened to 54 holes. 
I'm going to say they're not going to shorten it. It may go to Tuesday. And by the way, for golf fans out there, it's kind of fun. You'll have Monday and Tuesday to watch golf. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, I, mean, I guess if you you know if you're able to work from home or you know have a little little TV at the office dude, or whatever, you can it always you watch it on your, watch. you can always watch it on your laptop now. That's or your true. Phone, your phone or whatever. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we'll we'll see. I, I'm look. I love I love good golf, and this is this was compelling because. N- there's a race for the number one ranked world ranked player right now. There's so many, so many people who could take it from Rom at this mo- point. And uh, well, he's been in a funk, hadn't he? Had a kid. Just wait, pal. Well, I mean, yeah, but he was. Not that you have one soon, but just wait. You well, know, I, I just feel like he. It's been more kind of a putting thing, and I, I saw the other day where he put his old putter back in the bag. So he did, and D- Dustin Johnson did too. Mm-hmm. Uh, p- pulled out a. 37-inch putter, which I, you just never see anybody do, right? And, no, he's like 6'4". I guess it wouldn't be. Yeah. It's not completely ridiculous so, for him to have it. Well, let's get into that because uh, there is a leaderboard, and it is a little bit of compelling. Uh, so we'll do that next. But first, let's talk about Preston painting. Eli, you got any, any rooms you need painted in your, in your uh, house right now? Pretty much all of them. Well, I got one guy for you to go to, and it's one name, and his name is Bourbon. And let me tell you something. Bourbon painted my house. He painted Rick's house. He has done a couple P1s already. He's been a new client of ours for the last uh, 45 days. And he does great work. And not only, look. Affordable work? And he's really, really good. The, the See, thing that's, that I, that's the question. The thing I loved about Bourbon was he came, went to Rick's place and he said, look, I think you got a leak in your roof right there. He says, if I paint this, you're going to have to paint it again. Why don't you get your roof fixed? What painter? What painter does that? For they just paint. Oh, good! I'm going to be able to come back, right? So he's he's very reputable. He's very smart. Very good at what he does. And at my house, what he did great was, I never knew he was there. They came in in the morning. They did a few rooms of mine. They moved all the furniture, painted, moved it all back before I even got home. Interior and exterior. Yes. All right. And didn't outstanding job so go to prestonpainting.com prestonpainting.com call bourbon to say hey bourbon need a quote and i promise you you'll be delighted because you need a guy you always need a guy and he's the guy you need to see when it's paint hey bourbon i need a quote prestonpainting.com on sports radio 96 7 and 13 10 the tick 8.57 on the ticket. You got the tee box. Eli sitting in for Rick. Got Kern Engineering. Got Jay running the board. Probably one of the best, like I said, who doesn't have a full-time gig. And Jonathan died doing tickers. So uh, we're all happy to be out at Crest Cars. Well, not all here, but the three of us are at CrestCars.com. And uh, this segment brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf that uh, just took over two private clubs. They took over Lantana and Gentle Creek, and they're going to really spiff them up. So uh, Arcus is growing into more than just being the, the the Cowboys being the face of them. So the I like me some Gentle Creek. That's a good golf course. I like it's, me it's some a, Lantana. It's a, good, uh, it's a good layout up there. I haven't played Lantana. I haven't been out there. Really, you got to do that. Okay. At 9-10, we're going to talk all about Eli. You want to know what it takes to run the magazine? You can just hear the people changing the channel now. Nah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And you got an upcoming, uh, you got a wedding coming up. So kind of want to know how stressful that is. It, you know, I got married at 22. So getting married at 40, 
I'm sure it's a little bit more under control. Yeah, it's not quite as stress stressful as I would imagine it would have been 15 years ago. So, yeah, but we'll, there's definitely still some hurdles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get into that nine ten. But right now, we do have a leaderboard, and we, sort of, we kind of, we just got not- noticed that the rain has stopped, that the the players are going to be able to hit balls at ten thirty, which is uh, in thirty minutes they're going to open the range, and play resuming at noon. And they say that, and then all of a sudden it just started raining again. So yeah. no, um, no sooner than that tweet was fired off that we got another tweet that said that it was raining again. So, so um, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm, uh, I'm looking. Yeah, this is current right here. Paul, Paul Tesori, who's a caddy, is uh, just bless you, bud. That's what's going on right this moment at the house he's staying in. Uh, yeah, that looks like it's not exactly optimal for golf. Yeah. So um, we'll see. This was uh, eight minutes ago. So, yeah. Um, anyway, there is a leaderboard. And right now you have a three-way tie for the lead. You have Tommy Fleetwood, who has not played well in the U.S., in the last and year and a half. really hasn't been playing well, period, over the last year or so. But the U.S., he's been bad. Yeah. He is not uh, – I don't think he's got a top ten. I know he um, I know he hasn't won. He's never won on the, in the U.S. soil. So. And he's a guy that always seems to kind of spring up around major championships. Yeah. Like, he'll, he'll make an appearance, like, on the U.S. Open leaderboard or the Masters leaderboard for a minute or two, and then he'll kind of fade on the weekend. He's a good European player. He, he is, yeah. yes. So, yes, and he's got that look that everybody likes, the long hair, and actually shaved his beard. So uh, people were kind of shocked. He's tied with Tom Hoagie, who is a Fort TCU alum. By the way, he just donated fifty grand to the North Texas PGA. Good for him. I have heard that he is an incredibly nice man. I always wonder, here's a guy making it, and he got his first win. Mm-hmm. And at what time? Ta- at what point do you start becoming <clears throat> charitable? He's got his first million, and that's that's a good good starting good start. point. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you that if I were to somehow fall ass backwards into a million dollars, I would be infinitely more charitable than I currently am now. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. I mean, you know, but you always got to wonder too. You're going to win again. Yeah, well, that's true. But I mean, I would guess that you know you don't just go full throttle and. And donate half a million dollars somewhere, but you know, I it's, guess, I guess but it's very nice to do that. I guess you're tied for the lead at the players, and you figure you got a good chance of doing making a little bit more money somewhere. Well, and you know, realistically, if you're playing on the PGA Tour and you're Tom Hoagie and you get your first tour victory, yeah, he made a good chunk of change, obviously, for that win. But he's also been, you know, kind of around in the top ten, fifteen a few times. I mean, he's got more than just that million bucks. Yeah. Give him that. And this week, unless he just completely just makes a mess of things over the next couple of rounds, he's you know probably going to make another you know yeah chunk, chunk this week too. Yeah. And who knows what sponsors he's got now that he he he's projected to be number one in FedEx Cup points. Yeah. Well, so and, what's that get you? And again, you know, he's apparently a very very nice man, so it's not surprising to hear that he donated a there you a, go. good chunk of cash. Also tied with them is a. A uh, gentleman named Bryce Garnett. Bryce is 38 years old. Graduate from Missouri Western Missouri State University. 
the Western Missouri State University what? What is their mascot? No clue. Okay, well, let's look it up. But I'm looking at him, and because and, I wondered where he went to school. I, I've, I mean, he's been a journeyman for a long time, won once. Um, he won, one of the coolest things when you look at stats or something, he won seven college events in a row. Yeah, that's, that's mind-blowing. I don't, I don't care, care where what, you go to yeah. school. Yeah, that's, that's, that's impressive. So seven events in a, in a row. That's pretty damn good. Tied for fourth. Ooh, boy, one. you would not guess this in a million years if I gave you – until the end of time, you wouldn't guess what their mascot is at Missouri Western State University. What is it? The Griffins. Really? Mm-hmm. wonder how long it's been the Griffins. Probably since they started. Really? What is a Griffin? It's That's a – that's like a it's like a flying Harry Potter, yeah, something like or another. kind of a mythological <laughs> flying lion or something. I think. <laughs> but yes, they're the Griffins. I can promise you, the Texas Junior Golf Tour has not placed anybody. Well, I can't promise you. Yeah, that. I was going to say it. You know. Maybe we have. Okay, the tie for fourth, just one shot back, is Kramer Hickok of TCA, local boy. Mm-hmm. He. Uh, there was a point where he and Will Zalatoris were tied for the lead. Yeah, and, and they grew the up same, playing together. Yes, yeah. they were. At the, they went to the same high school. Joaquin Neiman, who's five under, and um, uh, Keith Mitchell. I'll tell you something about Keith Mitchell. Keep an eye on him. He is a he's a decent player. Yeah, he's, had a nice little had a nice little run. I think two years ago. Yes, but he's best friends with Sepp Straka. Both went to Georgia at the same time, and Sepp Straka winning a couple of weeks ago kind of. Got him the little bit of confidence. If Sepp can do it, I can do it again. Yeah, a little fire under him. Yeah, you know, my buddy's watch, out there doing it. I'm not saying he wins this week, but watch Keith Mitchell. I That's do appreciate the uh, appreciate the guy that wears the old school visor too. Yeah, Keith Mitchell rocks the old school yeah. visor, so I got to respect respect that. Daniel Berger is also at five under. He's got two holes to play. He's got 17 and 18. 17's a birdie can be a birdie hole. 18 is not. Um, but he's playing well. I was watching uh, Brandel Shambly uh, give a little uh, uh, look at his swing and how he's changed it. You know, three years ago, he was number 18 in driving distance and 104th in driving accuracy. Now he is 148th in driving distance and 4th in accuracy. I have noticed that over the last several weeks, if you watch um, him play – that he has started hitting that just low bullet cut yep. that where he tees it up a little bit low and plays a little back in his stance, and he's just trying to hit it low and let it roll over and then run a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he's not getting the distance, but he is able to pull out that just little low punch cut driver fairway finder whenever he wants it, and that's yep. that's that can be a deadly weapon if you're really good at it. Yep, yep. Uh, a couple other people to mention, uh, Dustin Johnson's four under. He's got two holes left. He's playing with Daniel Berger. Um, he, Like I said, he changed putters. He went to a 37-inch and <clears throat> tailor-made putter. And we haven't seen him in a while play well. And he's playing okay. He's got two holes left. Scotty Scheffler is Honest player on the planet. It's four under right now. Just signed with tailor-made. He was playing Strix on irons. I don't know when he changed, but he certainly didn't just change overnight. So he may have made a move. I don't know. It depends on how big that paycheck was. 
Yeah, good point. <laughs> would, you, what? would you change irons overnight when if somebody won, said, hey, I'll give you won, $8 million to start playing my stuff? No, especially when you've won twice in the last three or four weeks. Well, it doesn't seem to have impacted it much. But here's the thing. He is four under, and he is on 16 right now, and he has a 31-foot putt for eagle. So are you practicing 31-footers right now? When you're on the when you're practicing, I don't know. But maybe <laughs> I mean, it would make sense. It's like you know they say the last thing you do before you leave the driving range to go tee it up is hit whatever shot you're going to hit right. on number one. You know if you're going to hit an iron off number one tee and an iron if you're going to hit a driver at driver. But yeah, I mean, I guess it would make sense for him to just be over there rolling thirty-one footers. Yep, Will's Altoris is three under. He's he's done. He doubled the last hole. And let me tell you, he is, as ball striking goes, maybe the best ball striker out there. And He puts he, like me. Like, more like me. <laughs> um, He'll get that figured out, though. Yeah. I mean, that'll come with a little experience. But you're not wrong. I mean, as far as just hitting the ball in the center of the club face, he is as good as anybody. Yep. Three under is a popular spot. Cam, uh, Louis Oosthuizen's there. Uh, Cam Smith, who lives there. Um Hasn't traditionally played well there, but uh, he's three under. John Rahm's three under. Alex Norton's three under. Brooks Kepka's three under. Jason Day's got a little resurgence career. He's three under. Yeah, I wonder um, if he's uh, if he'll get a little more love in some of these majors this year. A because he's been playing better, and B because he wants to go out and maybe win one for his mom who recently passed. Like yeah. I feel like he's he's going to have extra motivation this season to go out and do well and, and try and win one for his, for his how, late mother. Depends how healthy he is, too. True. Uh, Xander Shoffley's also three under, so popular spot. And Jordan, as you mentioned, he's two under. He's got two holes left. Uh, Justin Thomas has three holes left. Let me see where he is on 16. He is He hit his tee shot in the far right rough. So he, he'll, he'll have to lay up. Which has been growing for the last 72 hours. Yes, he I'm has. I'm guessing that rough is not going to be real friendly when they get back out on the course. Even right now, we'll miss the cut. Again, they've got 36 more holes. Uh, Patrick Cantley's at even. Colin Morcow is at even. He's got uh, he's on 16 as well. He's in the fairway um, there. Uh, Patrick Reed's plus one. That's not a good spot. Shane Lowry's plus one. Ian Poulter, do you see him rushing the finish? Yes. He sprinted on 17 and 18 so he could finish. Um, birdied 17, but bogeyed 18, or part 18. Um, raced out. He was playing with Pat Perez, and Pat Perez said, if I did that, I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> so he didn't. Lee Westwood's at one over. That's not good. Bubba's at one over. Rory's at one over. He's on 50, He's on 16. He's right in the middle of the fairway. He needs to do something. He just looked like he did not like – for somebody from Europe, you figure – they're better in this kind of weather. He looked lost once it started to rain. Can we explore one local touring pro just quickly before we hit break? Yeah. Harry Higgs is five over par after round one. He shot 77. He is tied for 136. So I'm going to say you love Harry Higgs. Okay, so here's the deal. And I had a conversation with another local touring pro the other day, and we were discussing the Players' Championship. And Harry Higgs' name got brought up. And we both agreed that it seems like as of late that he has been focusing more on getting his marketability up and taking kind of the media circuit. He's been on a bunch of podcasts lately. If you remember, he finished, I think, tied for second at the the PGA last year Mm -hmm. at at Kiowa. 
And since then, he has not done a whole lot other than flash himself to everyone on 16 in Phoenix a few weeks back. And he regrets it. Which is fine. But since then, he's been getting a lot of press because of that. He's been on a bunch of these podcasts, and he seems to be a really, really likable guy. And we interviewed him for the magazine um, last year, and he, he was a really likable guy. And I, but I think he's focused more on getting his marketability up than he is on his actual golf game at present. You know, then he needs a friend to tell him that. And I think his brother's on his bag, which I think probably doesn't help. You know, he doesn't have that kind of voice of reason that's going to say, hey, you know, you, Look, need to, I, we, you need to stop with the nonsense I, and let's get back on the drive. But here's range. the thing. I, I, I don't – there's a part of me, you can't fault him. Like, you're 25 years old. You're on the PGA Tour. You're out having fun. I, I am not disagreeing with you one bit. Let's just have some fun. And, and all these guys, a, a lot of them do, but a lot of them have fun I mean, to I a think, detriment. I think that's what happened to Smiley Kaufman. That could be. You know, and then that, he disappeared quick because then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you got to still play. But my argument to that would be a lot of these guys seem to lock in on when they get a little bit of media coverage – they go full throttle at it, and they, they're a lot more active on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram and TikTok, and it takes up a lot of their time. And my counterpoint to that would be if you win golf tournaments, if you play well and you're in the top ten, top five routinely, the money will find you. The publicity will yes. find you at that point. Yes. And he has the game, I think, to where he could have a really solid career, but he seems to be more focused on like getting out and – yucking it up with people and yep. all that. Anyway, it's that's just kind of my thought. And, and the the guy that I was talking to about him the other day kind of agreed that, you know, it seems like it. he's a little more focused on that aspect of his career than he is the actual golf part of it. I'd agree with that. I mean, I you, you get some point where, hey, look, I better – you better do it before it's too late. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. You better do it before it's too late. And I, I, but I still think having fun, I, boy, I, it'd be hard for me to say, man, I'm out on tour and I'm driving a Mercedes or whatever they give you as a, you as bet. a, yeah. as a loner and you're out on the beach at PG, at uh, Sawgrass. Well, and, probably not this week, but normally yeah, would be. Probably inside somewhere. <laughs> but staying in a really nice rental house probably or yeah. a really nice hotel room. And, yeah. All right. All right. That segment's brought to you by the city of Arlington, and we're going to have our big event, uh, our first event of the year, first avid golfer event of the year out at uh, Rangers tomorrow. Yes. So you and I will be sitting on a six-hole hitting balls for everybody. It'll be fun I as think it's, if it's not my favorite course in DFW, it's like 1A and 1B. Yeah. It's it's, it's a, right at the top of the list. It's as fun of a layout. I got a couple of people coming next uh, tomorrow that are people who said they've never played the course. So They'll um, love it. They'll love it. It'd be really, really fun. All right, coming up next, it's all about Eli. But first, oh, snap, we got to do a live spot and who we're going to do it with. Give me a second, give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. <laughs> Stop, don't laugh. I'm not. Let's Take talk time. about advancedplaster.com. Advancedplaster.com. You know, <clears throat> if you're out right now and you're looking around, it's beautiful outside and you look, your house is nice, but the outside looks a little bit run down, you, you need some work on your pool, go to advancedplaster.com. JT will take really good care of you. I can't tell you how many P1s have taken advantage of his service to get their pool done right. And he does a great job. He's very reasonable. He's been doing it for over 20 years, so you know he's uh, he's reputable. And he's going to do a great job for you. That's advancedplaster.com. 
Go get your pool fixed. Make it look like it's something now. Go get everything set up so it's on Bluetooth. And you can go heat your pool like, or heat your hot tub before you even get home. And it's, as Rick says, it's one of the greatest things he's ever done is get his pool redone. So go to JT at advancedplaster.com. Tell them T-Box sent you. You will love us a long time. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. 920 on the ticket. You got the T-Box, the greatness of Eli Jordan. And Kern's out here. Jay's in the back. We're at Crest Cars. Just got, just got fed. So uh, Ernest Barbecue is now the, the Crest Car is now the home of Ernest. Ernest, I think it's called Ernest B's, right? Ernest B's Barbecue. Ernest B's. I just call him Big E. I've called him Big E for years. He sold my kid a car and. But he's always been a barbecue guy. I think he's a he was a displacement from uh, Hurricane Katrina. Okay. Back in the day. So. Uh, well, we're glad he's here because this food is awesome. Yeah, you eat like Rick too. You've almost polished off that plate. So. Uh, yeah, try and get it done quick. Yeah, good for you. Good stuff too. Yep. Hey, a quick shout out to my dad. No. Oh, uh, all right. Because first off, he's uh, had a little health issue this past week or so, and. He thinks he can't understand it, but maybe it's because he's about to be 85. But that might have something to happen. do with it, yeah. But he last time he was in town, he brought me this sweatshirt with a big old spider on it. And I don't know what brand this is, but he said, it's the best for cold weather. The best. And he didn't think I'd ever wear it. And uh, I know Crest keeps it a little chilly in Infinity. Probably keep the uh, salespeople awake. And uh, so I decided to bring it out today. So, And it is quite warm. So... Anyway. Well, it's very nice. So, shout out to my dad. All right, at nine thirty, or at, yeah, nine thirty, there's a guy who shot a fifty-eight and a fifty-nine in the last four months. That's pretty stout. It's probably okay. a guy you've never heard of. Well, unless you went to Baylor. Well, maybe. Anyway, more than likely you've never heard of him. But first, so. You've done it. Thank you for showing up today. Sure. Um, you've done a great job. And, and I, I've, I've said this for a few months to you that you should be doing more T-Box because you do run a magazine of golf. And uh, you are, you're, you're, your nine-to-five job is basically all about golf, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so who better to be on the T-Box than you? But you do like to – you are very versatile and you do like to talk about other sports. So um, – your spotted country force is probably very well protected and secure. But I don't think people know who Eli is because you come in on Saturdays, you do the show, and you leave. Um, and I think we ought to know what's it take. A lot of us want to know what's it take to run a magazine these days. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, obviously print media is not what it once was, you know, 15, 20, 25 years ago, but we still have. A lot of very loyal advertisers that uh, have stuck with us, and yeah, I mean it's just a matter of kind of keeping things organized and and from day to day trying to figure out what we're going to do. And you know, in, inevitably the main challenge is coming up with a cover story for you know mm-hmm. about half the year. We have our you know kind of signature feature stories that we do: best of public, best of private, our Colonial Nelson preview that we do um, in May. 
But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's you know trying to pin down you know what we're going to do, and obviously you and Rick and you know we have other other people that throw in their ideas of hey, I think this would be a good cover story, or hey, I got this press release and I think it might be worth reaching out to this person or this person to see if an interview is available or whatnot. And yeah, I mean, and some of the people we know because of you know DFW Media, for example, we you know interviewed Joe Trahan a couple months back. We've interviewed Sam Gannon in the past. We've Hit a lot of the local PGA Tour professionals between Scotty Scheffler and Harry Higgs and Will Zalatoris. And okay, so if any of these guys, any of them intimidate you a little bit? Speaking with them? Yeah. No, for the most part, um, everybody that I've had a chance to interact with has actually been very friendly. I mean, uh, you know, some of them more measured than others. I wouldn't say that they were. Who was the most measured? I would guess that Scotty was, was probably the most measured whenever I spoke with him. Um he was he was very friendly, but you could tell that he kind of had his guard up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. And and we try not to ask questions that are going to get anybody in trouble, and we don't get political and you know any of that kind of stuff. So we kind of keep it jovial and lighthearted. But there are some guys that tend to be a little more measured than others. I would say Scotty was one of those guys. Again, very friendly, answered all my questions, but you know wasn't very uh, didn't elaborate as much as some of the other guys like Harry Higgs who we just talked about right. in the last segment. I mean, I kind of talked to him for two or three hours and just and had a blast with him. You know, I mean, every question was he gave a big long answer and was very friendly and fun about it and was very open and um but yeah i mean we've had a chance to to talk to a lot of guys you know locally not just in my tenure as editor but in the past as well Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm looking at this year's or last year's um we always look at how many people looked at the magazine online Mm -hmm. right and uh, so we do still print a ton but we also you know have it online so we can see how it works how many people look at what? And so by a mile every year, the number one magazine we do is the best of private clubs. Yeah, which makes sense because more people almost double than our next biggest magazine, right. right? It's the biggest, biggest, biggest. Well, and I think a lot of people want to see how that upper crust lives. You right. know, they want to see photos of these courses that they may never have a chance. They to want access. to see what the initiation fee is, what it takes to sure. join these places, right? You know, and and every country club member wants to know where their club ranks because it becomes their little treehouse and say, okay, where do we go? Um, but interestingly enough, the number one after the best of privates and the best of public, which are number one and two, number three, last year of h- highest looks and views was Will Zalatoris on the cover. Mm-hmm. Now that was an issue that we did get some additional publicity from the ticket because he had just finished second at one we, of the majors. Right, we had yeah. the Masters. Yeah, we had published this article about Will, and then the next week. He, he had finished second at the Masters, and so now you had a lot of people that were interested in who Will Zalatoris is, and uh, Corby and Bob from the Hardline and a lot of the other guys that weren't as familiar with the story of Will Zalatoris immediately went and picked up this this magazine and read our interview with Will and then talked about it on the air because it gave them some insight as to who this kid was and who this kid is, and uh, so that, that definitely helped you know, with, with our views for that, yes, that, that particular was, issue. It but. was by a mile third. Yeah. And it, it kind of, it didn't surprise me. I know Will and he's a good kid. And, yeah, he is. But, uh, Fun it, interview it, too. Yeah. And I kind of, yeah, he's very personal, right? Um, but number four was somebody who doesn't even play golf. Okay. Number four was Sam Gannon, the host like, of Free For All. Yeah. With Mike Ducey, co-host yeah. of Free For All. She was Fox. fourth. 
that's not surprising. I mean, I think the the really good picture of her the, on the cover. Yeah, the photos I think um, um, help. I mean, obviously she's a, a beautiful young lady and very talented and very friendly and. Um, I think, you know, people see that cover and say, oh, I'd like to, you know, know more about her because I see her on Free For All, but I really don't know a lot about her backstory. And so I, I think that helps. And, you know, and that was one of the more fun interviews that I had a chance to do last year. She's incredibly friendly and, and just really made it very easy on, on both of us. And taking the photo, she was legit, like legitimately felt very honored to be on the cover of a magazine. And so I think that, you know, that helps. Yes, and then last year, our biggest one, by a mile, was our, and this is 2020, was we did a picture of the COVID virus, you know, how that little falling into a golf hole, and just said, what now? And that was well, our... we only knew. Yes, that was our number one of 2020. So, at first you think, okay, you got to put a person on the cover, because they're going to do better, but then you have a best of private, best of public beat everything, and then... A picture of a virus goes number one for us the year before. So uh, um, last place, <clears throat> I can say this because it's not going to hurt anybody, um, but uh, we did, uh, by the way, we did a Caddy Confidential that did really, really well. That was a fun one to do as well, yeah. Because he was kind of open, but we did a new beginning in June right after all the May issues that Colonial was going to do a redo. Nobody was really that excited about that yet, yet. But and by the way, that got pushed back another year. Another year, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So anyway, um, kind of fun stuff on what works and what doesn't in the magazine. You know, usually the cover sells, so that we always work on it. Where do you think we're going to have Larry the Cable Guy on on the cover <laughs> this I, month? You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like people recognize who he is, and he's a big golf dork. You know, I mean, he'll he'll admit that. Uh, you know, he really has taken a shine to the game of golf, even though, you know, he kind of looks like, you know, just your typical NASCAR like redneck. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> he's he's really taken a liking to the game. So I think, uh, and we haven't done the interview yet, but I think it'll be a fun one. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd imagine it'll do do just fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the Eli Jordan. We, we didn't get into wedding talk. We'll yeah, do that next. That's all right. Yeah, we've, uh, we've we're steamrolling along with that as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that was brought to you by... Me and you. I don't have my How thing about up. the Texas Junior Golf Tour? Yes, that's exactly right. The Texas Junior Golf See, Tour. See, I'm better at this than you thought. By the way, that the if you thank you, Jay. <laughs> if you uh, if you have a kid who really wants to play some competitive golf, um, go to tjgt.com. Most of our summer is booked, but there's a couple events still available. So you can go to tjgt.com and see if you can compete with the other kids who are looking to play in college. All right. Coming up next, we have a guy who shot a 58 and a 59 in the last four months. I kind of want to know where that ranks in terms of um, golf. I mean, it, you know, how where does that rank? Is that good? It's I very mean, good. But where does it rank? I mean, Tiger's never done one. I've never well, done I mean, not in not a on tournament. Tour. Not on a tournament. Phil's not done it. So where does that rank in in things that you can do on a golf course. We'll talk about that next. But first, let's talk about PGA Tour Superstore. This is something you could even get into, right? Do you, you, you tell me every time like we mentioned, you say, hey, they have that right in aisle four in, in 
at the at the one in Arlington because you go out to the Arlington store all the damn. Since time. they opened the one in Arlington, what probably getting close to a year ago now, probably mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Uh, it's it's been it's been life changing for me, Craig. I'm there at least once a week, whether it's just to kind of window shop and not get anything, or you know, you might walk out of there with a new pair of shoes or some socks or a new putter or a new rangefinder. They've got everything that you could possibly want that's golf related, and now I have one that's so close to me. I'm there all the time. If re- you know, it's dangerous for me because every time we're at Crest which we are today, there's a store within a couple blocks. Yeah, it's like driver seven iron from here, baby. And I never not stop because there's always something I need. And as Rick always says, if they don't have it, you don't need it. That's correct. And that's for anything golf. And by the way, if you want to save some money, you can mention the tee box at checkout and you can get $20 off 100 Is it acceptable that I've used that promotion even though I work for... Doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I use it every. I use it every month when we're here, and it's every fifty dollars off. In there, I'm like, uh, yeah, let's uh, use that T box. Uh, fifty dollars off at two fifty, and I tell people if you like that new TaylorMade driver, or you like that new Callaway Rogue, you can't get a discount anywhere but no. there. And about using the T box, take fifty dollars off at two fifty. It just mentioned T box, and it's great for big ticket item purchases like that. I bought a rangefinder about six months ago. Got 50 bucks off. Rangefinders are expensive. When you say 50 bucks, you're like 50 bucks. There you go. You run the magazine. You can make a call. I mean, I know the PGA Superstore is awesome, but you can make a call. All right. Well, fair enough. But anyway, if you're not, if you don't run a golf magazine, you should go to PGA Superstore and buy anything you need. Get the discount. Again, if they don't have it, you don't need it. It's PGA Superstore. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the two. It's 9.37 on the T-Box last segment before we mix with Country Force, or what will be Country Force, given that we took Eli from them today. So I'm not sure who's replacing you today. I believe it's going to be Ty Walker and David Mino today. Okay. Dan Marino. Worthy. Yes, and Dan Marino, yes, is the yuck monkey. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, uh, update at the Players' Championship, the – They've got 30-mile-an-hour winds. It's cold. And why are you laughing? I just It's going to be a very interesting case study to see how these players deal with what seems to be as bad a conditions as you could possibly imagine to play golf in. And they're teeing off at noon Eastern, which is 11 o'clock our time. I don't think they can play lift, clean, and place, even though it's going to be sopping wet because the people who've already finished the first round did not get to play lift, clean, and place. So can't the, yeah, I, but once the second round officially starts, they then they will be able to lift clean and place. It only makes sense. I've never. Do they ever do lift clean and place in a major? I don't know. Has, has that ever happened? I would imagine it has to have at some point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recall. I ever. mean, just because it's a major doesn't mean that they're going to try and make guys hit mud balls if it rained all the night before. There's a picture of a guy. Barefooted again. It's fifty degrees out there and sopping wet, uh, squeegeeing the golf course. I bet that uh, I bet that actually bet feels feet, pretty nice on his feet. His feet are flipping cold. I bet. Um, You're always cold though. All you do is complain about being cold. I'm it's cold, cold in I'm here cold, right now, I'm isn't cold, it? Cold. I'm cold. No, it's very. Well, it's the first time I've ever seen you in long pants. So. Well, it was cold this morning when I left the house. So I had had to wear pants. Yeah, it's cold. Um. Anyways, anything uh, you want to tease in the mix? Is there anything that uh, 
any non-golf sports you want to talk about? Or you? Oh, I don't know. I guess we'll kind of let them uh, see what they have to have to allow. It's been a minute since I've had a chance to talk to Mino, so I guess we'll maybe check in on him and see how the work in progress boys have been doing on Sunday mornings and all that kind of good stuff. Okay. Okay. Have you ever heard of a guy by the name of Cooper Dossie? Not until yesterday. So about four or five months ago, during the first round of Q School, Cooper Dossie shoots a 59. Impressive. That's in Q School, as nervous as you can be, right? Was this uh, on a par 70 course or was it a 72 golf course? Don't know that. I don't know that. But yesterday, yesterday, Cooper Dossie in the All Pro Tour, the APT Tour, which is probably one of the best minor league tours there are. You win the, an All Pro Tour, you win anywhere between twenty-five and forty thousand dollars. It's a, That's a about boogie. the only game going these days, right? As They've got others. Like, no, they got others. They got the Sunshine Tour. They, I think the Hooters is still around somewhere. Is it really? No. Gateway's still around. And then, you know, the PGA Tour's got some minor league events now, too. You know, they've, you've, they've got the Canadian Tour. They've got the PGA yeah, Latin America. Yeah, those are, yeah, but I, I understand what you're saying. But. Coming around here, it, it's one of the best. It's just one of the best. And and uh, they're out in Louisiana. At the, and get this. Talk about top spo- sponsor. They're at the Coca-Cola Dr. Pepper Open. Pretty impressive. And uh, Cooper Dossey, who, by the way, a graduate from Baylor. Baylor. One of the top players out there, out there. Has his dad on the bag. Shoots a 58. 13 under opening round at the Coca-Cola Dr. Pepper Open for a 58. That's pretty stout, man. <laughs> you think? So the so the question is, where does that? What kind of accomplishment is that in the world of golf? I mean, what, if he doesn't win the golf tournament, comes in third. Which I think, funny enough that you mentioned that, I believe he was only like three shots clear of the second place player after round one. Like the guy that was in second shot, something like sixty one. He shot ten under. So yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's you shoot fifty eight and you're only three right, clear of second. Sorry. So the first question is, they shot fifty eight. It was lift clean in place. Okay, which Does that helps. put a mark on it? Yeah, probably a little bit. I mean, still impressive. I mean, you still got to make the putts. You still got to hit the greens. But it does make it a little bit easier whenever you can clean the ball and place it back on just, you know, the best possible lie. And where's that rank? Like, Jim Furyk has shot a 58 and a 59 on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. The only 58 on tour. Yes, and one of 11, I think, of the 59. Sounds about right. Where's that rank in his accomplishment? He has a major. I'm sure that's not as good of a major. He's U.S. Open. I, I'm sure it's not that's as not good. Not as, as good of yes. as a major. Yeah, you're, um, yeah. I mean, I think most guys that, you know, if you take somebody that has shot but, a 59 that has but not here's won, the thing, Scotty Scheffler, if you were to ask him if he would trade his 59 for this year's U.S. Open, he would in a heartbeat no. say, yes, I will trade it. Right, but I... There's four major winners every single year. There's only 11 59s ever on the PGA Tour. But but the frequency of sub-60 rounds has increased a lot over the last several years. Uh, not a, I like mean, To the point where I feel like we see one a year now. We didn't have one last year. Oh, we had Scotty's. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying is, I mean, yeah. I feel like now they're, you know, how long did we go between Guy Burgers and the next guy to shoot one? 15 years or Chip, something? Chip Beck. I mean, it was, Chip it was Beck. a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a and while. now we see one once a year or once every other year, and, and you've got guys that are shooting 58s and 59s on the All-Pro Tour. I understand the course isn't that hard, but guys the course are just... Was actually, the course was the harder course of the two. Um, the but guys are just going lower nowadays is my, my point, I think. Still only of them. Still only 11 of them. Right. And I, I, I just, I mean, where does, when you look at Jack Nichols never had one, Tiger never had one, Phil never had one. I'm sure they've all had one. It's just not on tour. Not on a, right, not a sanctioned event. Um, I think, uh, who was a, a Japanese player who shot a 58 in a U.S. Open qualifier? Um, I, I remember who you're talking about. I can't remember his yeah, name. But. Um, uh, and so, yes, there were a a couple in non-sanctioned PGA Tour events, and there's been a few on the Corn Ferry Tour event, but um, but yeah, I, I to me, I think what happens. I think both Tiger and Phil. I know Phil a couple times was in the 59 watch and blew it, and I think it's like, hey, I need that one on my bucket list. Yeah, it, I mean, it's hard to do. I mean, there's no doubt because you start realizing, okay, now all I've got to do is you know, birdie one of the last three and I shoot 59, it start, you start getting nervous. Right, right. So, yeah. I remember uh, one of our good friends uh, uh, is a caddy. Uh, his name's Maz, Maziotti, Chris Maziotti. His first week caddying for Paul Goidos, he took, he took over the bag for Paul, and Paul was not playing well. And... His second round with him, Goido shoots a 59. You would think that'd secure his job and for he, a while. And he didn't know Paul that well. It was like, how do I handle this? Do I let him know where he is? He said, I kept my mouth shut the entire time. And he said he knew he had a chance. They were out at that one course, I think it was Colorado, where you've got a couple of those par fives that are easily reachable on the back nine. And, uh, and anyway, he... Uh, uh, Shigeki Mariyama shot the 58 US Open qualifier, by the way. Just thought of that. Um, but he talks about how stressful it was caddying for a guy he didn't very, know very well. Still caddies for Paul, by the way. That was 15 years ago. Still caddies for Paul. But uh, All right, so I've found the lowest rounds in professional competition here okay. and sorted them by year. So Al Guyberger shot 59 back in 1977. The next 59 on tour wasn't until 1991, so 14 years later. Right. Then after that, the next 59 was uh, Nota Begay at uh, 1998. He was in. uh, It was a Corn Ferry or Nike Tour. It was Nike Tour. And then it was uh, somebody named Dun Doug Dunnicky. Don't know him. That was in 1998. Okay, so point being, you went... Duval did it next, I think. uh, 1999, that's correct. And then Goidos. Uh, And a Gasornstam, actually, if you want to get technical about it. Fair enough. It was Masahiro Kuramoto on the Japanese tour. I'm saying PGA tour, though, was Goidos, I think. Uh, Yes, that's correct. And And then then Stuart Appleby. Appleby. But you start getting into 2015-ish. So you had Jim Furyk in 2016. He shoots uh, his 58. Okay. And then you had Justin Thomas in 2017, 59. Mm-hmm. Adam Hadwin, 2017, 59. Brant Snedeker, 2018, 59. 
Kevin Chappell, 2019, 59. Scotty Scheffler, 2020, 59. So you've basically had one a year for the last four or five years. So there becomes still they're only in, one. They're increasing in frequency. Still only one, and there's still four majors. There's still twenty eight events. But these are these are the lists of of all of the professional sub sixty rounds. I mean, there's a lot of them. I mean, now some of them are what is whatever the Alps Tour is. Some guy named David Carey in the Alps Tour shot fifty seven. And you you just don't know it could have been sixty two hundred yards. Now it's still like you said you still got to make putts, but when it's sixty two hundred yards, it's a little bit easier. You just don't know. No, I, I completely agree. But I think I think that I've pseudo proved my point here that they do seem to be more frequent than they used to be. Okay, so look at just look at and take a gl- take a glance. What's the easiest place? to shoot a 59 a par 70 or par 72 i mean i think it's a i think it's got to be a 70 I mean, I feel like, yeah i mean i feel like if you you still have two par fives that you could eagle mm-hmm. you still have a couple of probably short gettable par well fours. look at them look at it and see i mean just take i are they 13 over or are they um uh, 11 let's uh, 13 see. under or 11 13 under? 13 13 11 13 13 12 12 12 12 12 12 is a 71 yeah it Looks it honestly looks like that the majority of them have been on par seventy one golf courses. I'll be done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no rhyme or reason, I guess. Yeah, I mean they're all playing well. You're playing well, right? Same, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, congrats to uh, the All Pro Tour. Got some uh, some nice. Don't care where it comes or how you do it. It's hard to do (laughs) to to break sixty. And Gary D. Serrano, who uh, played some lacrosse with in my day and uh, coached my kids, and I coached with him. Runs and owns the All Pro Tour. Does a really good job out there. Um, so I'm glad he got some some publicity. And uh, Cooper Dossie, congrats to him and to Baylor because uh, you know what? This may get him a sponsor's exemption into a Corn Ferry or yeah. something else by doing this. I mean, he writes a letter to the PGA Tour and uh, you know Salesmanship Club. Maybe he gets into the Iron. Who knows, right? But hey, I shot a 58. Don't you want me? And it's a story. So who knows? But congrats to him, and hopefully he. Uh, continues his career all right coming up next we will mix with country force but first we're knee deep in or not <laughs> guess next time are we in yeah we, we got it we're good all right let's talk about pure swing golf look i watched rick's game absolutely transform since he's been taking lessons over at pure swing golf and anthony broussard who i've been taking lessons with has really helped me uh, with my weight shift. It was the one thing that uh, if I need an extra 10 yards on a 7-iron, I can get it now. And it's uh, really a special thing. He's got this uh, I think it's called a force plate that just shows where your weight is and uh, shows everything, right? Shows where your ball's moving, how where it's starting from, how much spins on the ball. He tells you everything. And it's awesome from anywhere from a beginner to an expert. If you're a, if you're a just starting it's really really easy to go there because you go in your own little simulator and nobody else is watching you but if you're a really good player you're plus one handicap want to get to a plus five these guys i mean anthony won the texas state open he's a he's a player he understands what it takes to get to that next level so they really are good for almost anybody and statistics don't lie and they've got every statistic up there so they can tell you exactly what you need to do for your game they will show you the actual proof on the screen of this is your spin rate this is your smash factor this is how far you're hitting this particular club and he'll increase the distance he'll get your weight shift properly and like you said if you want to take that one 
or two final strokes off your game to become uh, from a two handicap to a scratch player, or if you're just starting out and you really want to figure out this game quickly and take some strokes off where you're not shooting 105, you're shooting consistent bogey golf. That way you can go play with your boss or play with your friends. Yeah. You can do that too. Yes. Go to pureswinggolf.com, pureswinggolf.com, and set up an appointment. I promise you just a couple lessons you'll see a major change, and you won't want to stop. It's addicting. It really is addicting. All of a sudden you start hitting the ball better, and, hey, you, you've, you've been slicing the ball, and now you're hitting the draw. You're going to say, man, let's keep this going. Just go to pureswinggolf.com. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Go, Eli. Go. All right. I need a break. <laughs> 9.58, Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Eli Jordan, Craig Rosengarden from Crest Cars out here in Frisco wrapping up the tee box. Uh, fun show, buddy. God, I wish sound- we had a little more Players' Championship to talk about. But- that sounded so much better than me. I mean, Lord, I'm doing this for a minute. Kern agrees. Ah, <laughs> oh, there he is. That's my usual co-host. Mm. Good morning, Ty. How are you, buddy? What's up, current T-Box? Oh, not much. Thank you for being flexible on yeah. this. I know it was kind of a nah, all right. monkey wrench and things kind of last nah, minute. That's all right. Who do we uh, who do we have in studio with you? I heard some rumors that it might be a David Mino. Is that correct? Is it? Hello, David golf Mino. friends. Whoa! Saturday right. morning Mino. That's right. David Mino. And thank you, David, for uh, pivoting and helping out as well. I appreciate you guys, and I know Craig does too. Yeah, man. This is uh, this is the first time I've been able to uh, co-host with with Ty Walker. Yeah. So it's so uh, this will be fun. Force and progress. progress. Forward oh, okay. To, uh, listening like to it, it on the drive home. Force in progress. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that phrase has ever been said in Force a in little fit. I think it kind of ma- makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, in, maybe in court somehow. <laughs> so how is, uh, how is the uh, work in progress going? I, I get to listen to the show sometimes on Sunday mornings if I'm out and about or if when I'm you're getting going to, to church. go play golf on a Sunday. Yes, on my way to church, yeah. <laughs> I um, think we're really hitting our stride again. Again, yeah, we you know peaks when, and valleys. Uh, Can we change we get the name to, to no longer a work in progress? No, it's always going to be work in progress Ch- because we're, we're always striving to you know we're we're not at the top of the mountain. We're always trying to get better. <laughs> but no, it feels like during dry dock when we'll get you know five shows a week or something. It takes it takes two or three to get that mm-hmm. rhythm going, and then at the end of the week, it's like oh man, man. And we then, feel like we're. You know, feels like you could do this every day, then and then over. and then you get one show a week for the <laughs> yeah. next six months, nine months. Yeah, I can uh, I can empathize. Ty and I uh, have have done the same, but yeah, it's a uh, it's always an honor though to uh, get to crack the microphone on the ticket, even though it's weekend duty. It's uh, still fun. I'm gonna try not to say work in progress today because that's I'm. Right. That's really the only show I've done other than. Mavs post game a few times, we'll <laughs> and I noticed game. on uh, during the one thirty news this week, Jake accidentally said, oh, "Up next shake, on the shake, shake joint," joint. Yeah. and that yeah, had me laughing so hard. Yeah, because yeah. it's been it's been <laughs> so years, long probably, since they've done a show, least. but I I definitely would. I it's just muscle memory, I guess, of mm-hmm. you know formatics of me, oh, it's it's work in progress or it's the it shake took joint. Me years not to call Country Force the orphanage, so. 
That's true. I did it a bunch. I was just saying you did it recently, too. Like maybe about within the last couple of months, you called us the orphanage. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do sound a lot like Danny Danny and Dave. No, you guys are much nicer to me. Don't tease the P1s like that. (laughs) Make them think the orphanage. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have the Reddit thread going crazy thinking that the orphanage is coming back now. (laughs) Everybody's going to be calling for our heads. Yeah. They do anyway. Yeah. Man. Well, if you guys had a chance to plan for your show, you got big stuff coming. and Oh, man, yeah, hell yeah. We got so much stuff and things and cowboys and Jerry and fun babies and <laughs> salary Talk cap. about whatever we are you, want. Are you going to be talking about Jerry's or your own? Eh, well, maybe that would be a perfect time to do that. Okay. Unless <laughs> we get some news in the next uh, two hours. <laughs> We'd have check a real the, story on our hands if check I the came public the records. With. The, <laughs> the paternity test might come back in that yeah. time, so we'll see. Ty's got like a 19-year-old. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> with Star Wars tags. It's, now, it's and, now suing you for everything yeah. you're worth. Oh, wow, okay. Half of zero is zero. <laughs> so, all good, just coming out of the woodwork today. Good luck with that. That's right. <laughs> no, man, there's right, a lot of stuff to talk we'll, about. Yeah, what else besides uh, Cowboys and stuff? We got Cowboys. We got to talk about baseball. Baseball is back, man. Baseball. That's true. Disappointing to be here with Diamond Talk today. I mean, yes. get his get his opinions on Martin Perez making his return. I mean, yeah, we wanted <laughs> that was a little bit of a shocker. We wanted Clayton Kershaw. We got Martin man. Perez. I really want that. Would if the Rangers wanted me back, getting Kershaw would have done it. Well, I know they tried. Marcus Simeon didn't do it. No. Okay. I don't even know who he is. All Corey right. Seager? Corey Seager, man. No. <laughs> I will say that. they signed Bob Seager, would that have gotten I might have been in. I might have been in. What, what position would he have played? He's like 75. I don't know. He'd probably be play a little maybe DH. infield, maybe, like some first base. Only if they sign okay. the Silver Bullet Band. Too. Yes. <laughs> it's, that's the entire bullpen is just the Silver Bullet mm-hmm. Band. Post-game it was the one concerts. thing I was rooting for is them to, them to sign him, but – well, it didn't oh, happen. I think the I know. who knows maybe next year they only sign him to a one year deal. I think the allure. Yeah, but here, of, here's the thing: was he worth seventeen million? Mm-hmm. You guys followed. I mean, I got half a diamond talk here. Is he worth seventeen million, Ty? <sighs> if he can stay healthy. Uh, I mean, probably for the Rangers from their standpoint, it's hey man, we can get uh, we can make that up in Clayton Kershaw jerseys and shirts and merch and uh pr and so from their standpoint probably on the field i don't know he's kind of he's he's lost a few steps i think he's in the not last that old though, he's only he? he's only 33 but he's he's lost some velocity yeah right? yeah he's got some miles on him that arm's about 53 yeah so so ty as half of the um diamond talk mm-hmm. and as a cat very casual now baseball fan since um, my Baltimore Orioles have been so bad for so long, it's hard for me to watch any baseball. The Ra- And I've become kind of a Rangers fan, been to a couple World Series when they were in it. Mm-hmm. Where are the Rangers? What's what's the Rangers' prognosis for this year? Are they this playoff year? bound? Well, they added a playoff team. They got 12. That's true. 12 total. Um, they'll be better than they were last year. That's, that's easy. Not well, I mean, that's not <laughs> saying much. That's not saying much. They, so they could beat our D-Rec D League softball team? Yes. Yes, they could. The one that played at Randall Mill, yes. They yeah, could beat the that Bears, team. Yeah, they could beat the Bears they softball. Could, they could beat that team. Um, <laughs> yeah, they'll be better. I really – I think that they will – 
I think that they'll have a chance to at least be in contention for maybe the the last the last new wild card spot. That's yeah, not saying a lot. A, I mean, it's, that's, yeah, they'll that, be a couple of games out of that, I think, but they'll be better. I mean, that probably means they're around five hundred. Which hey, yeah. that, that'd be twi- which, I can, which I'll accept. I mean, that's a twenty game you know improvement. So give me that over what we saw last year and the year before yes, that. So, and there's some you know they actually do have some talent now. They've gone out and spent a little money, and who knows? They're you know they still got some time now before the season starts, and everybody's kind of frantically signing free agents and. They talked about it yesterday about they want to get another starter, maybe hopefully other than Martin Perez and uh, you know a corner inf- a corner outfielder I should say. And so who knows? I think yep. uh, I think they'll be around five hundred. That's all right, and that's progress. I, okay, I can dig it. So is, are they in the right direction? Yes. I mean, if they did they have a future? I mean, is this team that they signed have a chance? I think so. I think over the last couple of years in the rebuild process and. You know, it, it was kind of an excuse to not spend money, but they have worked to, you know, bolster the farm system, and those guys are slowly working their way up. Jack Leiter pitched yesterday, and, hell, he looks great. He, he's going to start the season at double-A, I bet, and so who knows yeah. how long it'll take before he's up. And I'd love to see him in Georgina this year. I don't know if we will, but that'd be I'd great. love to see it. That'd be great. So, yeah, I think they're going in the right direction, and definitely by just the fact that they, they spent some money, that helps immensely. You got okay. you got a new ballpark with a roof on it. Yeah, and then maybe maybe that means maybe in about five years they'll build another one and we'll have another. <laughs> yeah. God, I hope another so. stadium That's right David. there on Stadium Row. David, that was gold. I'm going <laughs> to tune in for the next two hours. Look at that. You should. Yes. Force and tune progress in all day. All right. All right, fellas. Have a good show. See you, boys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye, Bye. Bye. Thanks, Jay. Bye, guys. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Park hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus media station.